0: Welcome to the Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast with your host, hailing from Kokona, Wisconsin, riding a CST Tires SSI Decals Faveline Back Yamaha YFC 450R, four-time ATV Motocross National Champion, number
1: 25, Cody Jensen. There's people like Brett who are doing this solely because he knows what you're capable of. He, he knows you deserve it. We know that that's where some of Brett's motivation came from. Again, not only were you the top, the top guy available, but you were the most deserved guy available based on who you are and your track record. What's up, everybody? We're, we're back. back. I'm your host Cody Jansen, welcome to episode 71 of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, presented by our title sponsor, CSD Tires, available for purchase and in stock today at shop.csttires.com. Let us start by wishing you and yours a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season on behalf of all of us here at the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. As for tonight, you'll be introduced to the quote-unquote newest team in ATV Motocross, and I say quote-unquote because it's a name you know, but it's their first time fielding a pro rider not named Music. Last week, it was announced that former AMA ATV Pro Rookie of the Year and multi-time AMA ATV Pro Class podium finisher Brandon Hogue will be riding for the newly formed Music Racing Team in 2022. I've known about this for a while from working to help these guys a little bit behind the scenes, and originally we were planning to break the news right here on Digging Deep, But the team couldn't wait to make their announcement, and frankly, I don't blame them. Both Brett Musig and Brandon Hogue will join us tonight to talk about the new team and how this exciting opportunity came about. Let's quickly say thank you to all of our incredible partners. CST Tires, go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew. Thanks to Valvoline, SSI Decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Impact Solutions, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymar Financial Group, 4Works Carbon, DP Brakes, Gripped Gloves, Factory 43, Bike Strikes and Quads, LLC, Integrated Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride insurance programs, Binky's Forever ATC Museum, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Their clippers rock, their nose hair trimmer is amazing, and the new Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer is next level. I'm not a procrastinator, except when it comes to gift giving. Thankfully, Manscaped and their performance package 4.0 is the perfect gift this holiday season. This kit includes the new Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer that I rant and rave about every week for helping me keep a perfect beard, the best nose hair trimmer ever created, and an array of goodies including deodorant, boxer briefs, a travel bag, and more. So check out Manscaped. I wish I would have sooner. Again, if you're like me, coming up with gift ideas can be difficult, but Manscaped is a great gift to keep in mind this holiday season. And get 20% off with free shipping by using code digging deep 20 at manscaped.com support all these great companies that support us and for any products that fall through the cracks click that rocky mountain ATVMC banner on our website to help us out as we start to shift our focus to the 2022 season, we both know you need parts and gear. No matter what off-road gear parts you need, Rocky Mountain ATVMC has you covered. But before you buy, simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website. By using our specific link, we get a percentage of what you buy on the back end. So if you want to help us out, this is about as easy and convenient way to support us as there is. So click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner at diggingdeepatvmx.com to help us out while satisfying all your gear and parts needs this off season. We can't thank you enough for that. That Rocky Mountain ATVMC link is on the right side of our homepage at diggingdeepatvmx.com, and right underneath it you'll find our new Amazon widget. So same concept, before you buy from Amazon, simply go to our website, click the Amazon logo on the right side of your screen underneath Rocky Mountain, purchase whatever your heart desires, and we'll get a percentage of what you buy on the back end. We're all purchasing from Amazon this time of year, so use our Amazon link to help us out while you buy this holiday season. No new donors to shout out this week since Part 1 and Part part two with Mike Walsh, but if you're interested in donating and hearing your name on the show, you can find the Patreon or buy me a coffee donation links on our website, and we can't thank those of you enough who have donated. Now, it's showtime. The 30-second board is up, it's sideways, and the gate is down. Time to dig deep with the music racing team right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. Let's go. All right, guys, I've been looking forward to this conversation since first hearing about the formation of this new team for the 2022 ATV motocross season. This duo here tonight, which is arguably the most stacked two-rider lineup in all of the sport, is brought to you by Binky's Forever ATC Museum. Binky Tapscott's mind-blowing collection of three and four wheelers features everything from OEM collector machines in chronological order to unique and iconic builds that shaped ATV racing as we know it. Binky's passion is very much on display in this must-see spectacle for any ATV enthusiast. Follow Forever ATC Museum on Facebook and watch ForeverATC.com for further updates and and to possibly get a chance at seeing Binky's Forever ATC Museum for yourself. So thanks to Binky's Forever ATC Museum for coming on board with us, and thanks to the Music Racing Tandem for being here tonight. We're joined by both Brett Musig and Brandon Hogue. So Brett, jumping right in, thanks for being here, by the way. Congrats on the new team. So a year ago at this time, it felt like you had sort of left ATV motocross in a way you didn't attend the early rounds of the ATV nationals in 2021, but around the mid season, Mark, you were back at the races back in the swing of things. You ended up winning four of the last five nationals and became my successor for the 25 plus national championship. You finished on the podium in pro sport and you won it at Loretta's actually. So needless to say, you fell back in love with this thing. You fell back in love with the sport. So at what point did you decide, man, I should start a race team. And and I'll just mention right here uh, that music racing doesn't seem quote unquote new to me necessarily, because you and your dad have always been music racing to me. Um, but now you're, you're bringing on a pro rider. And I think without question, um, this rider is the biggest name free agent in the sport this season, this off season, I should say. So tell me, uh, you know, when this first idea crossed your mind about starting a race team, Brett. Uh,
0: well, to start with, I want to thank you again for having me on your show and I always appreciate that. And, uh, Really, it kind of started, I met with my accountant with my lawn carrying excavation business and kind of wanted to become like a more way to write off expenses on my lawn carrying excavation account and writing my racing stuff off. And this kind of, me and dad talked about turning it around. Yeah, we might start some type of team to make that legit and stuff, to have more write offs there. And uh, with other than that, I mean, really, I was I was sitting up at uh, Penzo getting oil changed in my truck, and I was scrolling through Instagram and saw Brandon's post about kind of not having a ride, and uh, I called my dad up. I was like, what do you think about us trying to pick up Hoag? <laughs> and uh, it just kind of spiraled from there. I shot him a text, and it progressed over the couple days, and it just ended up being what we decided to do i guess
1: okay the rest is history then so let's jump over to brandon hogue then former ama atv pro rookie of the year and multi-time pro podium finisher uh brandon welcome back to digging deep i appreciate you being here congrats on the new ride so we all know the narrative you grabbed a podium at high point last year um but the period that followed that It just felt like it left you searching. You guys jumped to the Yamaha mid-season. It was a move that was designed to make you more competitive in the class. Um, And you had some flashes, of course. I know you love Timmy D. You love TDR. You love everything that you had going on at the time. Um, But what can you say about finding yourself without a ride for 2022 shortly after the season? Because I was worried that we weren't going to see you back.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on. And Yeah, I mean, so to, to start with getting everything right, um, actually what, what ended up happening is like last year with that Yamaha switch, that was something I wanted to do and Tim agreed on. So okay. that wasn't like a, you know, that wasn't something that we didn't plan. We definitely wanted to do that, but I didn't realize it was going to be that tough to like hop on the Yamaha just from practicing on my Honda. Mm-hmm. So the, the, we did have our, our downfalls and the season definitely Uh, like it went for the worst with that, but Tim, you know, Tim was always like there to do what I wanted. If I wanted to test this or test that, or, Hey, could I please ride the race bike before this race? Like he was so open to doing that. And, you know, he was just so phenomenal with that. Like that guy, I lived at his house for the whole back half of that season. And, you know, he would do what he could for me, but Mm -hmm. in the off season, uh it it started to go south with I lost some support and just uh I lost a couple of people and uh honestly with his program he has a, a really good Yamaha program going and we did find a lot of stuff and engine packages and suspension was going good and mm-hmm. but I don't have any Yamaha stuff. So for me to be on that program, I would have to find support to get a bunch of yamaha stuff and parts and engines and mm-hmm. you know i have nothing so it'd be like starting over and financially i couldn't do that mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I, right
1: just to hop in there and i'm glad that you're right you know you're kind of telling everybody the whole story but um i know exactly what that's like especially now probably more than ever but that's why i stuck with the honda for so long was because i couldn't I couldn't feasibly make the switch with everything that I had and just reinvent the wheel with my program, right? Like that's that that sounds like a very similar situation to what you were in.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I honestly, I'll just blame myself for it. Like I wanted the Yamaha really bad. And especially in the off season, I would watch some of the guys on the Yamaha at Deckers and be like, wow, I need to somehow switch over to that because I thought that was the ticket. But then I got on it and I raced it. And I, you know, I saw all the benefits and the pros and cons and Mm -hmm. that actually wasn't what I really, you know, felt like I needed. Yeah.
1: But you had no way to know ahead of time. Right. And you know, we talked on all of our shows, like every week we knew it was going to be tough and and, uh, maybe a person didn't quantify that at the beginning or whatever, but again, you had no way to know, but it was going to be tough when you were practicing on one machine and racing on the
2: other, that was never going to be easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And And it definitely wasn't as as easy as I thought. Like, some of the stuff transitioned well, but some of it didn't. And it was just – everything was so different. But um, And and one other thing I want to say with Tim is that Tim never, you know, never reached out to me and said, hey, buddy, like, we don't have anything for you. Even even when I said, hey, I'm going to have to race a Honda because I don't have any Yamaha stuff, he responded back with, like, well, we can try to get something together for you. Like, he never once was – uh you know kicking me to the curb like that guy has been there since 2016 like when he he and i first started working together and Mm -hmm. i hope that people realize that and there's never any bad blood between between me and him like it was more of me being hey i don't want you to offer this awesome ride and pay for all this stuff and do all this if i can't even practice during the week and like be there ready to race and try Mm -hmm. to go beat joel and chad like i can't I'm not going to do that, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And I think it's super commendable on your part. And I'm glad, I mean, not that I don't think from the outside looking in, especially like based on your post and stuff, like there was never a feeling that there was any bad blood there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to kind of clear the air there, tell, you, tell everybody exactly how it went down. And uh, again, I think it's super commendable on your part. I think that um, everybody can respect where you're coming from. You're not looking for, a handout if you're not going to bring, uh, be able to bring your best effort to the table. So it sounds like, um, that makes me feel that much more about this deal that we're here to talk about tonight. And, uh, you know, you're a, a future superstar of ATV motocross. That's how I sold it. And some things I was working on last week, um, there's no denying that in my mind, but things were looking grim, like you just said. Um, and, and we've seen this happen before where talented guys just simply get chewed up and spit out and left without a ride. And that's kind of where my mind was. That's what I was afraid was going to happen to you. But, uh, you know, that the uncertainty of everything that was going on at the time of this off season kind of gave way to the optimism of this bright future in the form of the, the music racing and repair Honda TRX 450R machines. Uh, I think that we kind of knew that you wanted to get back to the Honda, even before you said that there. So tell me about first talking to Brett then and learning that this might've been a possibility. Um, Basically like tell me how and when that all came about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just woke up one morning and Brett had reached out to me and, I was like, no way, like this, this is crazy. So we, we called that day and he kind of told me, uh, what he mentioned earlier that he was looking to help. And, and we talked about if we could make, make it happen. And Mm -hmm. this guy on the phone, like he, Brett's, (laughs) Brett's incredible. Like he works really hard for what he has. And the fact that he wanted to reach out and help someone like me, uh, it meant a lot. And I, I told him like the way I work is, man if he's going to do all this to help me then i'm going to i'm going to do all i can to make it worth it and like uh you know everything that we're going to do um i want him him to try to benefit as much as he can whether that's just his equipment and his bike being up front you know but like mm-hmm. yeah just him him reaching out like that uh it meant it meant a lot it's it's hard to explain but it just meant so much Oh no I, I totally get that and obviously we know how
1: you work Brandon where you're uh, you're gonna keep your nose to the grindstone and, and make everybody hopefully benefit from you know from helping you out so obviously we can respect that a ton and there's no secret we kind of touched on it already but there's no secret that you wanted to get back to the Honda so I'm assuming that that was a big selling point for you on this deal
2: yeah yeah it was and honestly dude like it's it's a completely fresh start I mean mm-hmm. I have a whole different group now like with Brett, everything is new. And I do feel like I needed that because there was some, some stuff that, you know, there was a lot, there was negatives like behind all the positives with what I had in the past. And I'm so pumped to have a new group and have like new people in my ear. And Mm -hmm. with all the testing that I've done on a TRX and all the knowledge I have, and like, man, I'm so excited to have a group like this and, and hopefully build Something that you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, like just the new group is so exciting to me. Hey, flashback 10 years,
1: you know, and uh, what would you say to little Brandon, you know, about the opportunities that you have and the stuff that you've done, and uh, pro class podiums, pro am championship, rookie of the year award, all that stuff. Now you're talking about a new team that you're on, new group, all this stuff. Uh, I mean, this is what you dreamed of, Brandon. Like, this is yeah. what you dreamt of. This is, this is what you laid on the couch watching videos and thinking about was manifesting this, uh, what you have today. It's pretty, that's pretty special. That's why I love your story so much.
2: Yeah, you might as well pinch me now, dude. Like I, <laughs> I, I still get chills and like all the way to the bottom of my ankles about this sport. And mm-hmm. racing is just always my whole life. I don't know what it is about it, but it's like, it's a purpose to me. And the fact that I can even say I podiumed in pro and like pulled whole shots and like, I'm looking next to the guys that, yeah, I've obviously always looked up to. It's just, it's truly incredible. Even with how small the sport is, like it's, I'll never forget it, you know,
1: at at the same time. I mean, yeah, like it doesn't matter what the size of it is though. Like, um, the three of us, you know, grew up wanting to be professional ATV motocross racers, not not NFL athletes or whatever so this is the this is the making it to the NFL for us or whatever you want to say like you you podiuming in the pro class which is something that you know Brett and I would have killed to do um doing something like that is like holding a Super Bowl trophy or something to other people like it doesn't matter the size of the sport this is what we dreamed of doing
2: you know yeah and it's incredible too because like this is kind of off topic a little bit but man I could talk about racing and. the the logistics of it and like Mm -hmm. i could talk about that stuff all day long and be excited about it and like talk about technique and like settings i could call people on the phone all day to talk about Mm -hmm. tire pressures and like all this little (laughs) stuff that adds up and like creates some big you know what i mean
1: Oh, and, and I think that that's part of the reason why you've been so successful so far. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're a guy that dots his I's and crosses his T's, every one of them. And I think that, um, you know, Brett and his dad, that whole group is a lot like that. So I think that that's going to be a perfect marriage. And, uh, and also, you guys are going to have some different stuff. Like for you, Brandon, we know that some of those components will be different for you. Uh, You were kind of touching on that. Like you'll run PPs like Brett uses and stuff like that. Um, How do you feel about like, how do you feel about that? Is that part of that kind of new change, breathing a a fresh breath of air uh, into that program? I'm assuming that that's where, where you're thinking is at on that, because like you said, sometimes it doesn't even have to be negative. It's just the, it's just bringing new stuff to the table can be, refreshing and good even if what was going on before wasn't negative just a change sometimes is what a person needs
2: yeah yeah that's what me and brett talked about with the suspension change for me okay you know i i've never like the group uh that he has with the people working on the shocks and i've never had that too and like it's uh that's why i'm super excited to see we're testing stuff like brett's bringing me stuff to to deckers next week and I'm going to get on it as soon as I can and find a comfortable setting. And like, I'm super excited about that. And, uh, I'm also with JH with Brett and me and Johnny have been talking a lot and he's super cool to talk to and he loves racing. And it's exciting to be around this new group. Like Brett's Brett's a hard worker. He's super motivated all the time with what he does. And like, I aspire to that in racing and it's cool to, if I wanted to call him to talk about something that he's, he's like that, you know, and it's a, it's a big, like motivated group to me. And that's, what's super exciting. It's also cool to me that
1: like, um, you know, Brett is a super good rider too. You know, you guys can talk about like riding stuff and, and technique and, and stuff like that. And, uh, talk on the same wavelength, you know, it's not like you're talking to most team owners or whatever, you know? So (laughs) I, I like that aspect of it too.
2: Yeah. Me and Brett are talking about diet and training and yeah, I'm seeing him do his runs on Strava and like I look at his training and it's super cool to have someone above me like that, that we can talk, mm-hmm. you know, talk everything. Right. Yeah. I love that.
1: We'll get right back to the show, but now a word from our sponsors and thank you for listening to these ads without these great companies. None of this would be possible. Show your support for the people who support us. Welcome to the team, two-time champ Joel Hetrick, who dropped the biggest news of the off-season when he announced his move to CST Tires. The CST Takeover has been gaining momentum over the past several seasons, and now Joel Hetrick and his Phoenix Racing teammate Jeffrey Rostrelli are the most recent additions. The Pulse MXR tire has helped lead riders like Thomas Brown to race wins and three consecutive Quad Cross of Nations titles, Nick Janusa to the Pro Class podium, myself, Cody Jansen, as I rode my Pulse MXR fronts and white label soft compound rears to back to back national championships in the Junior 25 Plus class, and the most recent additions have us thinking a Pro Class national championship is on the horizon for CST tires. The Pulse MXR tire, available in soft and standard compounds, offers the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior. Your wear characteristics when compared to the competition visit shop.csttires.com to join the cst takeover today or prepare to be beat by someone who did joel Hatcherick, jeffrey Rastrelli, nick janusa myself and so many others are believers in cst tires are you cst tires where passion meets the ground You already know we're Team Blue Crew here at the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. Whether it's second all time winningest, seven time and reigning ATV MX Pro Class National Champion Chad Weenan, or six time and current XC1 Pro ATV GNCC National Champion Walker Fowler, it's clear the podium proven Yamaha YFC 450R is the winning choice of sport ATVs. This unprecedented success for the YFC 450R, its unrivaled quality and performance, and the undeniable fact that Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATB racing has created a Yamaha takeover within the sport quad market. Better yet, Yamaha's Blue Crew racer support program is back and even stronger for 2021, meaning Yamaha riders are about to cash in on higher payouts and more prize opportunities, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ450R. For more info, head over to YamahaBlueCrew.com, follow them on social media at Yamaha Outdoors, and check out Yamaha's full proven off-road lineup at YamahaOutdoors.com today. For over 150 years, Valvoline has led the charge by being dedicated to constant improvement and innovation across all disciplines of racing. Valvoline has sponsored some of the greatest names in motorsports, and for the better part of a decade, I've been fortunate enough to be part of the historically great Team Valvoline. From my commuting vehicles to small engines, race quads, and everything in between, I trust nothing but Valvoline in all of my equipment. I've experienced increased function and durability as well as a longer life expectancy thanks to Valvoline's array of products and lubricants. Since 1866, Valvoline has been focused on bettering your experience, whether on road, on track, and everywhere in between. Upgrade to Valvoline today and check them out at valvoline.com. SSI Decals is a name synonymous with ATV racing, synonymous with big-time success, and absolutely synonymous with the best-looking decals around. An offshoot of their parent company that was established in 1947, SSI first took shape from owner Ian Harris's passion for ATVs. With what started as just making numbers and decals for riders like Chad Wienan, the company quickly took off, and today you couldn't imagine ATV Motocross without SSI Decals. The graphics maker and designer now supports all the top teams in ATV Motocross, as well as teams and riders racing gncc work series Pro Motocross and Supercross Canadian Pro Motocross Short Course Off-Road Trucks UTVs Snowcross And, oh yeah, six-time NHRA World Champion Clay Milliken No project is too big or too small for SSI Decals Making your identity stick with championship-level graphics Head over to SSIDecals.com today And then maybe call the doctor Because things are about to get sick The Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast Is brought to you in part by D.I.D. In their range of championship-winning chains Powered by technology, DID chains are designed to give you the greatest strength to weight ratio making them the optimal chain for racing and giving you a championship level edge. DID has been driving championship-winning race programs since 1933, chosen by champions such as Chad and Joel Hetrick, and myself, Cody Jansen. Champion above the rest is DID's 520 ATV2 chain, with those same design principles and materials being used throughout their entire line of products, including their on-road category as well. Pick up a DID chain today at your local dealer or reputable online e-tailer. DID. What drives you?
3: We are proud to be partnered with Numero Technologies. Since 2001, Numira has led the charge in the ATV and side-by-side market, covering more applications than anyone else in the industry. Numira's advanced piston technology uses a NASA-exclusive aluminum alloy that helps to reduce expansion rates, that allows for tighter tolerances, and leads to higher overall engine performance for your machine. For more information about Numira's wide offerings of pistons, rings, gaskets, and industry-leading top-end repair kits, visit your local dealer or online at www.numira.com. Numira Technologies, Pistons with an Attitude. We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV Components. Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years. With a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals like rods and cylinders, all the way down to suspension parts and bearing kits, Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world, visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. 4Works Carbon's innovative, lightweight products include top-notch seat covers, carbon fiber, and plastic hoods gas tank covers, exhaust shields, shot guards, and much more. Whether you have an ATV, UTV, or snowmobile, 4Works has the goodies that will improve your ride and make you salivate. We trust 4Works for increased function and a sexier look, and you should too. 4Works Carbon, always working hard to bring high-quality and innovative parts to the market. Check them out today at fwcarbon.com.
1: So Brett, you saw a deserving young racer, obviously in need of an opportunity, you step up to the plate to support him, um, by signing a constant contender like Brandon is, it instantly puts, you know, music racing and the music racing team on the map, but why was Brandon the right fit? I mean, obviously we know that Brandon needed an opportunity, um, but it sounds like with uh, the way you two are on the same wavelength, it's almost like you would have picked him over anybody. It sounds like
0: yeah i would say just about anybody in the whole atv circuit me and my dad I always like to cheer for brandon that's mm-hmm. for sure i mean anytime he's out there he you can tell he works hard and it it's what i'm kind of excited about too like anytime i was able to race pro like with my work and stuff i was never really able to dedicate my 100 percent to racing and if mm-hmm. i feel like i could have done that i think i would have been able to been up front a lot more but uh I think my setups and stuff really really work good on the Honda and uh, I'm excited to see Brandon on that and like I said I just we've really always liked him and it it'll be a good little thing to fit together. I feel like,
1: yeah, I can't wait to see how, see how all this goes down. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, even as fans, you know, to see some change and to see, to have a little unknown, uh, that's always fun for, for fans of the sport as well. So Brett, way back at the early stages of your professional career, uh, you rode underneath the Wienan Motorsports tent for a season. Can you take anything away from that experience uh and translate any of that to helping Brandon in 2022? Because you know, you were once the rider on you know a quote unquote team, a former professional, now a, a multi-time national champion in your own right. Um, you know, you were a young rising star in the sport at one time, and now uh, you know, you're a team owner, but you know what it takes to be successful at the highest level of ATV racing as a racer. Um, but now as a team owner, that's a totally different role. So can you take anything from your experience in, in kind of that period, that team, that whole deal? Can you take any of that experience and and maybe help uh, Brandon as a team owner now in, in a different role?
0: I definitely hope so. And I mean, a lot of the stuff I learned from Chad is just how Absolutely organized, the guy is. And I hope to anytime we're at the races, I just like I said, I hope everything goes smooth. And if we need something, we have it. And uh, we don't really have to go scrambling because he's always Chad's the most prepared guy at the track. And hopefully we can kind of bring that to Brandon and make sure he has everything he needs each weekend. And even on practicing, like we've talked a lot, and I hope to be able to keep him on his Honda as much as we can. I have a couple hybrids in my and one of my quads, my dad's, so we have two extra TRX motors there. And uh, if we got to build another and we got to build another and or whatever we have to do, we hope to keep Brandon practicing and, make that translate into him having his best season he's ever had.
1: Oh, uh, I'd I'd love to hear that. Obviously, as a fan, this is so cool for me too because I'm a fan of both of you guys. You know, I've Brett, you and I have lined up against each other a million times. Brandon, you know, we've had you on the show a number of times, so we've went over it a bunch, but uh tons of history there and staying, you know, you staying at my house for felt like months at a time and all this stuff. So, uh two guys that I really enjoy coming together for this team. I'd lo- love to hear that. I think it's going to be such a such a great marriage between you guys. And I've told you off the record, Brett, as we've uh, basically been in constant communication these past few weeks about this, and um, as I've kind of been working behind the scenes a little bit to help as much as I can. But uh, you're doing all of this the right way. You know, so many people come in and they say that they're going to, you know, have a race team, but you're basically fielding this team, like you said, to help support Brandon, of course. But, um, you know, to promote and showcase your business endeavors and, uh, you know, the write-off thing, but uh, basically to like, to benefit the, the, the stuff you're working on in a business sense. So what can you tell me about that? Like with the, the music racing and repair, what can you tell me about that?
0: Well, we're kind of starting, like I live in prime half of McCoy country down here where I live at, I have a trailhead a 10th of a mile down the road. So we're in the process of building the shop now. And uh, whether I have, a couple people talking about possibly coming to do the work, whether it's my dad retiring or another route, but uh, we plan to get that going and I don't want to let any cats out of the bag yet, but we hope to have some products coming to the market before too long. And uh, if everything works out, testing goes good, have Brandon showcasing these and me as well, showcasing them. I mean, that's two of the top three classes at the national series. If we get everything dialed in how it should be, because, mm-hmm we'll go that route with that and, uh, just hopefully start small. We'll do some small engine repair type stuff on my lawnmowers, like that type of small engine stuff. And also my dad's always like, we use J a tracing motors, but my dad does all the assembling and tearing things apart. And, uh, so hopefully we start doing some motor builds and that type of stuff and hopefully sell Johnny some more motors that way too. I mean, we'll do all the installs and disassembles and, slap a J tracing head on it and be rolling with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get a little bit of everything going on, which is awesome. I love the the crossover. It makes so much sense between the race team and the business side, Um, to have that one big marriage, uh, I think is going to be super successful with you guys for you guys. And, uh, I knew, I knew that there were some things that you obviously couldn't speak on right now, but there's more exciting news coming. Um, so everybody should stay tuned for that, but let's take it back to the track then. So Brett, from what I understand, uh, from our conversations, um, I think you'll be back in the 25 plus class right pro sport maybe are we going to do pro-am tell me about that tell me about your your plans as a racer um for next season
0: uh well for sure being the pro sport in 25 plus class and i'm pretty excited about that and just do the best we can and just like i said always try to have a fun year and safe and but like i said my main goal this year is i plan to go out there and do the best i can but then again hopefully i want brandon to have the best year he can too so we'll We'll do what we can and just keep on a getting after it.
1: Yeah, sounds awesome. And Brandon, we know you're a podium contender each and every weekend, which I've stated previously puts music racing on the map instantly, but do your expectations change uh, at all with being on a new team? Um, because, you know, in, in the past couple of years, kind of just rolled out the same, you know, at the beginning of the season, kind of rolled out the same thing that you finished the season on the season previous Um, do your expectations change now that you're on a new team or is it kind of, kind of shooting for the same area?
2: No, it does for sure. Uh, because being on the new stuff, um, like if there's something negative or something that I feel like is, uh, not as good as what I was on, then I'll do my best to change that. And then the, the, the good side though, would be if there's positive things or if something's working better uh, that's going to be cool to, to experience and learn. And like, yeah, the, the race bike with last year, starting on the TRX, we just had the exact same race bike, uh, and, and we didn't do anything different. So this is like the total opposite end of that, but that's a good thing to me because, uh, like I said, hopefully there's some positives and, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of things with suspension or engine packages that, i could maybe like or not like and we can work with and uh you know focus to to uh pull whole shots and like like change some things that you know hopefully are for the better mm-hmm. yeah definitely i think uh, i
1: think brett's probably a guy that you can uh, bounce ideas off of for whole shot stuff because he's
2: like a whole shot master yeah i know <laughs> yeah and that's what's also super cool is i can brett's going to be so involved that You know, like we both, we both are on a skill level that we can understand each other perfectly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if I have something going on, he's probably going to know about it or or vice versa, which is super cool.
1: Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Brandon, what about your off season? We know that you're going to be at Deckers, um, but uh, tell me about what your off season plans are other than, you know, shaking out the new bikes and everything like that. But tell me about your off season plans.
2: Yeah, I'm heading to Florida next week, and uh, I think I'll be in Florida for quite a while, maybe all the way to, like, somewhat halfway through the year. Um, like, now that there's also a Spider opened up a quad track, and, you know, I'm I'm going to try to stay Florida as much as I can, um, and I have as much money saved up as I can, and then uh, go probably north to somewhere in Pennsylvania, um, and then get on hard pack stuff up there. Okay. But the biggest thing for me is, uh, and me and Brett talked about a lot is I just want to stay on the bike all the way through the year. Um, I just really need to be riding and, and I'd feel like I'm a really good racer when I'm riding a lot. And yeah, that's, that's just the, the priority for me. Like anything else, you know, I, I'm not going to care about, it's just going to be all racing and riding. And I feel like that's what I need to do to get to the next level. Uh, like I thought I was going to be there last year, but you know, that's, that's do, that is what I feel like I need to do is just be on the bike a lot more.
1: Well, and you showed, you, you showed glimpses of it and it wasn't even just at high point. Um, you were on a really good run at sunset Ridge. I remember that specifically. And then I thought you hurt yourself. Like you got kicked real weird on like that uphill whoop section thing before that downhill triple in the middle of the track. So I, you were on a run there and that was, I think your first That was the first weekend on the Yamaha. And then at Loretta's too at Loretta's. Um, I thought you were, I thought you were in podium, you know, position or whatever you were in podium position, but I thought you were going to get a podium finish there. And, uh, just some, another little fluke thing happened, but it wasn't like when you got on the Yamaha that like everything went to shit. that wasn't the case. Um, and you were in contention the whole time. I think, um, I think that like things were, things were totally good. It was such a gnarly class last year. That's such a gnarly grouping that you're racing in. Um, but man, just, I can hear it in your voice that I think that this is going to be good. Everything's going to be good. These are good changes for 2022.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I honestly would say that my riding was like the best I've been riding. It was like, I, I could really like go fast on a track on any, any of those tracks, even the tracks that I felt like I didn't like or whatever, I was riding really good but my racecraft was really bad. Like I could not manage to make passes when I need to or get good starts when I needed them or finish the the race when I needed to. Like Loretta's I I had the you know like the first moto I just threw the whole thing away at the very last lap which it's just bad racecraft but um you know even like Briarcliff the very last race I had Zero laps in five weeks, and I just went to Briarcliff and I still was qualifying third and like mm-hmm. still I, I felt like my riding was still super good, but yep. my race graph was really bad.
1: Well, and, and the other thing that I think is gonna bode well going forward, and I didn't get a chance to touch on this yet, but I was trying to remember this before. Um, was like there's a lot of there's a lot of good vibes that comes with the ownership of a program of your own program. So like the more that you're bringing to the table, the more decisions you're making, the more stuff that you have your hands on, I feel like it's more rewarding and it's more exciting and it's almost like you're more invested when you have that going on. And that's some of, I mean, the, the TDR program was awesome, but you're probably inevitably going to have your hands on more of the program here. And I think that again, like that, that's some of that excitement and everything that comes along with that. That's exciting. And I think that that's going to, again, I think it's going to bode well going forward.
2: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like just the relationship with Brett is like, uh i don't know the fact that we're both racing too is like man if something's not working i think brett's the type of guy to to step up and like you know make it make a change which is super cool Mm -hmm. and uh and he's a smart dude so he he's gonna be on the same page which is awesome like I, i yeah i'm really excited for that Yeah. It's going to be exciting.
1: So you, uh, you won a heat race at Daytona, so maybe we can, we can manifest this right here, right now. We can speak it into existence. What if you come out on a brand new team and win Daytona, not just a heat race. What if you win Daytona on this brand new quad, you're back on the Honda, all these good vibes. What if Brandon, what, what would you do if that were to possibly happen? even a podium, a podium would be awesome. That's obviously realistic. We know that but what if you know you come out swinging right away that's a very brandon hog like track um you you said that you were going to the the main event last year thinking you were going to win that thing wanting to win that thing expecting to win that thing i'm assuming that's how you go to the line this time too uh what 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 would your emotions be like if that were to happen
2: yeah it that is my i mean that i've been there before in mm-hmm. that year specifically i seriously did feel like i could win that race so I'm going to do the same thing. And Daytona is always actually usually pretty good to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that riding in Florida, like that Florida vibe, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the sun or what, or waking up early in the morning, but (laughs) when I wake up there, like the main events are always so intense and I love that. And, and yeah, let's go, dude. Let's go.
1: As the number one podcast in ATV racing, it's only right that we partner with the industry leaders in suspension tuning. Insert Impact Solutions. Impact Solutions is a full-service ATV and side-by-side suspension center specializing in the revalving and service of your motocross and off-road suspension. With over 25 years of elite-level knowledge, experience, and testing with riders of all ages and ability levels, Casey Greek, Jay Goble, and the Impact Crew strive to exceed the clients' expectations for service and setup. Impact Solutions is the official Elka Suspension Service Center of the United States, offering unmatched product knowledge and experience. Whether you're in need of service, parts, warranty, sales, or technical support, Impact Solutions has you covered. Head over to ImpactSolutionsATV.com or give them a call today. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. The following message is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has outdone themselves this time, creating the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, now available for purchase in the US and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, an official sponsor of the Digging Deep ATBMX podcast, with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code diggingdeep20 at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and I am blown away. This thing is next level. What sets this trimmer apart from all the rest? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. It features a new multi-functioning on-off switch with travel lock for those of us who like to travel. And my favorite, the new trimmer allows you to customize your trim with four different guard lengths and upgrade from its predecessor that only featured two. If you're listening, you know that good tools are a must, so wait no more to get the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. The Digging Deep ATV MX podcast is also sponsored by DP Brakes, a longtime supporter of ATV racing and the world leader in centered brake technology. DP has been dominating the ATV world for decades, supporting the best four-wheeled racers on the planet. 2021's impressive lineup includes Joel Hetrick and Jeffrey Rostrelli of the Phoenix Racing Team, myself, Cody Jansen, and my back-to-back national championships, Baldwin Motorsports, Ford Brothers Racing, Nick Janusa, Wesley Wolf, and many more, including all of the top 14 GNCC Series pros led by the champ Walker Fowler, bryson neal cole richardson jared mcclure and chris borich these top riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their dp brakes have to offer products that ultimately help place them on the top of the podium available at www.dp-brakes.com purchase at your local dealer or message the show for their contact info today what are you waiting for join the best atv riders in the world on dp brakes Fifteen years into the brand's existence, Factory 43 is back with us and continuing to make huge waves in the ATV world. For the second consecutive season, Factory 43 is the official aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing ATV team providing their state-of-the-art Evo Nerf bars, MX-style front bumpers, and grab bars for some of the fastest riders on the planet. If you're in the market to upgrade your nerf bars bumpers or grab bars head over to factory43atv.com to see their full line of products available for all makes and models want to be just like joel hetrick and jeffrey rostrelli riding with factory 43's industry leading products head over to factory43atv.com
4: today success in the atv mx world is similar to what creates financial success as well the right people The right advice, and more importantly, hard work and the benefit of an ongoing relationship as situations change and adversity is experienced. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Haymower Financial Group can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help your family prepare for whatever life brings. Call me, Scott Haymower, at Haymower Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services at 920-338-8150. That's 920-338-8150 offices located in beautiful De Pere, Wisconsin with registrations and clients nationwide.
1: This is what I think. I think that you're gonna come out with a wave of momentum from day one because you're stoked to be back on the Honda, uh, you know, some of the other guys in the class are busted up already. We know Max Linquist had surgery on his collarbone and Cesar Jimenez had surgery on his wrist. We've got that unfortunate news about Wesley Wolf, um, that he's out for the season with a setback for him. And I, I mean, none of that has, you know, has nothing to do with you personally per se, but I just feel like you're going to have this wave of momentum, uh, kind of new, new squad, new bike, new team, new everything. And I, I just have a, I have a really good feeling about this.
2: Yeah, I I'm so excited. And I did see those, those people out, which that sucks. Like Wesley, you know, I was talking to him yesterday, but like that's a big bummer because look what Wesley just did last year on, you know, he had a, a program switch with JH and PEP, and like, not, I'm not saying that that's what made him a better rider, but that kid obviously got better. Like yeah, he put in the work and that's what sucks to see him out because I feel like this year, I know Loretta's was Loretta's, but this year he would have been really good, which it really sucks that he's not going to be, be a part of that. Yeah. It just, yeah. It stinks to lose anybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. don't, want to, we don't want to lose anybody out of that class. Um, but, like I said, some of the excitement coming to the line for 2022 is going to be this new program and, um, you know, kind of the intrigue of all that. So, uh, last question for you, Brandon, tell me about your perspective on what you have to do to inch your way closer to Chad and Joel, because, We've all seen, you know, that you podium contenders, you guys have raised your game each and every year here, each and every weekend, it seems like. But that top two have continued to improve as well. You know, you're a very structured guy. I think you you practice with a purpose. You train with a purpose. Um, so so what do you have to focus on to attempt to cut into that
2: gap headed into the new season? Yeah. So there's a few things. I'll try to make it as quick as I can. No, First thing is uh, – So I've talked to like just a ton of people that I really trust. And uh, like last year and years prior, um, I'm a a big like mental guy. And and if my training isn't good, if I have a bad day or something like that, it's like it's like I let that do too much to myself. So, for example, this year, if if I have a bad training day or like, say, I'm feeling bad this day, I'm I'm just going to stop there and call it you know mark it off as a bad day and wake up and just move forward like you know uh gloop me and gloop were talking at deckers last year and he was like always mentioning how hard i was on myself on my bad days specifically though like and and i just kept saying yeah yeah whatever but no that's that is reality i i do see what joel and chad do and if they have a bad day it doesn't matter like they just keep moving forward and then if you look at the pro uh motocross guys like they they just do the work and yeah there's ups and downs but they try to live like in the moment and not not just be so mental about everything uh like they go golf or whatever you know Mm -hmm. they still have fun and i'm i'm really gonna try to change that because i got into myself so much last year mentally uh that i was like killing myself doing training that i shouldn't have been doing because i couldn't ride and like i just got so bad dude like And this year realizing, Hey, you might not be able to race next year. So you better start being happy about what you have. Like that just kind of hit me different this year. But the second thing is uh hole shots. I need to be top three, every single hole shot. There's no excuse as to why I'm 150 pounds. We have the power. We have everything. Like there's no reason why I can't be top three every single time. Like I need to be like Joel is, you know, they call him HK, but. (laughs) <laughs> I need to be whole shotting with those guys every single moto without a doubt, so qualifying good, getting good gate picks, whole shotting with them, and then racecraft that 's the last thing, but you know I learned a lot with getting past and like people pulling away from me that i didn 't think should pull away from me, and like i 'd be left scratching my head why but i 'm realizing now there was a lot of stuff, and yeah, my racecraft has to be on point if I qualify seventh, who cares? like I qualified seventh at high point. And first moto I rode so like, well, you killed it. Like, yeah. I just, and I qualified seventh. you know, like I was so mad after qualifying. Like I, I I was telling people, dude, this is insane. Like what's going on. And then I just go three, three. So mm-hmm. I qualify third at Briarcliff and get smoked. Like I need to just stop worrying about qualifying and just be a racer. Uh, Casey Greek at Briarcliff was like, dude, are you a racer or are you a qualifier? And I'm like, you got a pretty good point there so (laughs) you know it doesn't matter I just need to go race like I can race with these guys so I'm just I'm done being such a you know a mental case like last year and Mm -hmm. pulling hole shots being up front and let's do it man
1: yeah I think I think everything that you said is so relevant, especially like with the, the qualifying thing. Now I will say, um, you know, I remember being a pro racer too. I'm sure Brett's the same way. Like I can remember, you know, you you're probably naturally going to feel stressed about, well, why am I not where I expect to be at the same time? Like, I feel like the three of us know, As soon as you get out there in a race situation, it's just different. It just feels different. It's just different. You know, the the qualifying laps feel so much different than the race laps. Uh, But you said so much there. You know, the other thing I I guess I wanted to touch on, uh, you know, before we finish up is the, you know, I always preach positive reinforcement, like to everybody, like that's just something I believe in. But it's almost like you need to, you need to do that to yourself. You know, we talked about, I, I remember with Casey, um, talking on some of our race review shows last year that, you know, we know, like we knew how hard you were going to be on yourself. You know, we knew that. Um, but it's almost like you almost have to build yourself up to your own mind. Like in your own mind, you have to tell yourself like, Hey, like I got this, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like every weekend I got this, um, that, that makes so much sense to me. I always think of it as, you know, like little racers or, you know, friends of mine or whatever. Um, I'm always being positive to them. I'm building them up. But then naturally I think that that's something that we do to ourselves as racers too. Like, Hey, like I got this, like you got this, you know, it's almost like, you know, when, when your dad or, or, uh, you know, Tim, Timmy or whoever in the past goes to the line with you, they're not going to tell you, Hey, you know, remember, Hey, you, you, you qualified seventh. You know, you didn't qualify (laughs) third. You know, they're going to build, they're going to build you up like, dude, you got this. No problem. You know, that that's more of almost what you need to do for yourself. It seems like.
2: Yeah, I, there was moments last year when I would be sitting in my camper, and I was—I just be crying, and like, obviously, I wouldn't let people see me. But hey, I've been there. And then it, it was just like a reality of what am I crying about? Like, yeah, I'm—I su- was super fit. Like looking back now at my training numbers and stuff, I was so fit. Yeah. I was really fast. I was smooth. My technique was good. But in the moment, I was thinking I was terrible. I was super unfit. I was slow. These guys are all better than me. Like all these people are passing like I, and, but I'd be in my camper crying, you know? Yeah. The, the, but and, the thing is, the thing is from the outside,
1: you know, I've been that racer too. Not at, not at the peak level, like you are, but nobody else sees
2: it that way. That's the thing. You're yeah. the only one that ever sees it that way. And I struggle with that. Cause I've always wanted like, you know, I would try to explain it, but then it sounds stupid to some people. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone saw me crying in a camper and you know, they'd see my career where it is, they they'd think I'm crazy and like I'm racing for a living and this is what I've always wanted to do. So, so it's hard to explain to someone, but. Well, well,
1: that's, it's, but it's solely because your expectations for yourself are so high and you also yeah. know what you're capable of. Like after you podium, then it goes, okay, I expect to podium every time,
2: you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's how that works. That's exactly how it works. Like, and it just it sucked like that was I was in a really really bad spot man it just and that wasn't from anyone it was just myself and now that I had the feeling of I'm not going to be able to race again so that was it like that opened my eyes big to wow man that I have to change for the better and what well,
1: I think that I think that that awareness though Brandon to know that to know that hey I can't, I can't let myself feel that way. I can't have yeah. that perspective. Having that awareness like changes everything because again, yeah. I've said on these shows, I don't know if I've said them with, said it with you, but if I could go back in time and tell myself as a 10th place racer or as an eighth place pro racer that, Hey, enjoy it a little bit because it ain't that bad. Like getting eighth is perfectly fine. Like for me, you know, for me, yeah. um, instead of stressing over the fact that I was eighth because I wanted to be sixth or fifth yeah. or whatever, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It I got to do what I love to do and I think back on it and it's awesome memories. And I wish that I could go back in time and just like take the pressure off myself. Cause again, it feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, but then when you step back and look at it, it's not, you're the, the, you're the only one putting all that pressure on yourself. Cause there's people like Brett who are doing this solely because he knows what you're capable of. He he knows you deserve it, but he's not there to add pressure. You know, the pressure's from within.
2: Yep. Exactly. You nailed it on the, on the head right there. I mean, what, it, it ain't as bad as I thought it was. Like mm-hmm. I, I always would say, man, like I gave up so much in my life and like, I don't have a college degree, like racing, is literally everything I invested in. And when I'm done racing, like I'm going to be a worthless kid, you know, and I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself, but dude, like I need to live in the moment. That's okay. Fine. First, 21 first, years old. First of all, that that's not true either. You know, like, that's wow. you know, like,
1: I, I get that. I get that thinking, but everything you've learned as a professional athlete and the professionalism and the, you know, the dedication and all of this stuff, um, you bringing that to the table has a trickle down effect in everything for the rest of your life. There's people who would line up out the door to have you, you know, work for them in your next life or whatever. Uh, so just so you know, uh, positive reinforcement here, that's not, that's not true because I would with your work ethic and your dedication and everything else, I would hire you for any job. I, I, and I truly mean that. Well, I agree with that also. Yeah, exactly. I think we know, we know that that's where some of Brett's motivation came from. Again, not only were you the top, the top guy available, but you were the most deserved guy available based on who you are and your track record.
2: Well, like, like what you guys just said, man, it just means, it means the world. I wish I could put into words what it means, dude. Like I get there's, there's kids that comment on like, my videos of me whipping and stuff. And they're like, I just want to be you. And it's like, <laughs> Hey, you were that kid though. You yeah, were that. I kid. know. And it's like, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's, there's so much you could get into with it, but I just, mm-hmm. you know, trying to keep it short, but yeah, I'm trying to be a better person mentally and, and I'm going to do that. It's not, I'm not going to try. I'm going to, so I'm going to be a lot happier even if I'm doing bad, I'm going to be a lot happier and I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to keep working. And like, I got Brett on my side, which is just incredible. And I know I got a a bunch of people behind me and it's just, it's incredible, dude.
1: Yeah. I, I can't wait to see how all this is going to look. I think I truly, again, I truly think that this thing is going to go over really well. I really do. Insurance.
4: It's not something everyone likes to talk about, but let's face it. If you race motocross, it's something you should have. Integrative Financial Concepts is an independent financial service and insurance firm who offers moto-friendly insurance and helps out riders like Nick Genusa, Jeffrey Restrelli, and Joel Hetrick gain confidence on the track. With their unique safe-to-race and safe-to-ride programs, if you qualify, they have the ability to offer life insurance with living benefits to those who ride. With these living benefits, you may have the ability to access a portion of your life insurance policy while you're still living for things like cancer, heart attack, stroke, or chronic illness. They can also help with many other things, such as home, auto, motorhome, and trailer insurance, as well as college planning, special needs planning, payroll processing, as well as group health benefits for your business. So whether something happens on or off the track, Integrated Financial Concepts has you covered. With their complimentary one-on-one appointments, what are you waiting for? Reach out to Mike Daniele at d-a-n-i-e-l-e underscore Michael at nlgroupmail.com today, and see how integrated financial concepts can help you. Living benefit riders are supplemental benefits that can be added to a life insurance policy and are not suitable unless you have the need for life insurance. Riders are optional and may require additional premium and may not be available in all states or on all products. This is not a solicitation for any specific insurance policy.
1: Bikes, Trikes, and Quads LLC has been supplying riders with aftermarket components from the industry's top brands for over a decade. With over 80,000 products in stock for your ATVs, UTVs, metric, and HD motorcycles, dirt bikes, and snowmobiles, Bikes, Trikes, and Quads LLC can tend to all your power sports needs from hard parts to riding gear. Bike Strikes and Quads also offers hard-to-find used parts for your vintage dirt bike, ATV, three-wheeler, or snowmobile. Use discount code ATVMX at www.btqllc.com for 10% off of orders of $100 or more. We're grateful to have Bike Strikes and Quads LLC digging deep with us. Thank you, BTQ LLC. We are proud to be partnered with Gripped Gloves. Gripped is an ATV rider-owned and operated brand with the rider in mind and the goal of keeping costs affordable. The Michigan-based family operation recognizes riders' desire to showcase their identity. Owner David Payne's love for eccentric colorways and crazy patterns shows in his product, something not often found in the work of big manufacturers. Here to push stereotypes and limitations, Grips drive is to produce a glove with cool colors and designs that won't break the bank. With comfort and quality as key motivators, the Family Affair is constantly working on the next more innovative and improved glove. Get a grip on life, join the Gripped movement, because no one wants a bland glove. Check them out today at griptgloves.com. that's G-R-I-P-T-Gloves.com, and use discount code DIGGINGDEEP10 to save at checkout. Just like the sport of ATV Motocross as a whole, our Digging Deep community is brought together by the love for racing that we all share. Our sport is compiled of many great people, and leaving that charge is the Launderville family at Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. This racing-owned family business is a steel and concrete supplier serving the entire United States. Launderville Steel is a full-service steel supplier of new and surplus steel, aluminum, and stainless steel products headlined by the 4130 chromoly tubing and plate used in the building of chassis for ATVs and UTVs, off-road truck racing, late model dirt and pro tractor pulling series drag racing and more launderville steel loves their racing just as much as we do but don't forget about their concrete division as well with over 25 years of experience the concrete division can supply everything you need to complete your next business or personal project their central midwest location enables lse to easily serve customers across the united states for a quote Additional info, answers to more of your questions, or to talk a little racing, head over to LaundervilleSteel.com or give them a call today. We are proud to be partnered with yet another racer-owned company. Thank you, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. Thanks for listening, and remember to support our partners. Now back to the show. So as we finish up here, Brett, uh, what does a successful season look like for music racing in 2022 from your perspective, because I'm assuming you hope that this is uh this is just the start of a long-term endeavor. So tell me what a successful season looks like in your eyes.
0: Well, like I said, to start with, I just hope everybody has a good year for sure. And uh, we, I hope to get some stuff rolling on the like racing and repair side of it, the stuff we have in the works, but if it doesn't happen, I mean, As long as Brandon has a good year, and I I feel like I'll be able to help him with a lot of stuff too. That, like you said, that my racing career really translated a lot into my business, like with the work ethic you have to put in. And you never know, like it just, I don't really know how to answer it, really. Just I hope, I hope he has the best year he's ever had. And yeah, whichever, if, if he's getting eighth, if he's getting first, I mean, just. As long as everybody's having a good year, that's, that's all that really matters.
1: I think so too. And I think that there's so many people that are going to be drawn to this. Um, again, because it's new, they're going to listen to you guys, two genuine awesome guys. I think so many people are going to want to see you succeed. I think it is going to be a successful season, no doubt in my mind. This is a new effort though, Brett. So um, I'm sure uh, that you still have some openings for new sponsorships if we have anybody listening who would be interested in supporting music racing, Correct.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: So um, how, should, how should a potential inquiring sponsor get a hold of you, Brett?
0: Uh, honestly, the easiest way, they can give me a call, shoot me a text. My number is 304-601-6660. And uh, like I said, we're, we are still looking to fill a few holes in the program. And anybody that would like to come on board, we're welcoming them with open arms for sure. And best way to go about it, I guess.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Huh. You got, uh, you got the gears turning in my mind. Maybe I'll have to figure out a way to get digging deep logos on that machine. Get back, yeah. to you. get back, get back to you on that. But, uh, guys, I'm so stoked to, uh, to hear, you know, all of the story about how all this went down Hear all about the program for next year from both of you guys. So, um, yeah, just want to say again, congrats to everybody involved. And like I said, I think that this is going to be, uh, this is going to go over really well. I have a really good feeling about this. Thanks, man. So do either of you guys have anything else that you want to touch
2: on before we get out of here? Speak now or forever. Hold your peace.
0: Uh, I think I should have everything covered on my end.
2: Maybe I'll get a, a Brett music racing tattoo on my forehead. But <laughs> other than that, man. Hey, that's uh, that, that probably earned you some Brownie points. Maybe
1: you could get a second deal on that yeah.
2: contract. Second yeah, year, man. second year. No, I just, I just wanted to end real quick with, I appreciate Brett so much and, and uh, him believing in me and, and just everything that he's doing for me it's it's incredible i didn't think i was going to race so it just means a lot and yeah i just want to end it on that i'm super pumped super excited i love racing and man like yeah i'm just all jittery (laughs) talking about it so (laughs) i'm just super pumped it's getting me all hyped up
1: too. I wish the season was here now, but, uh, that's a wrap guys. I'm proud to help introduce the music racing team to the ATV motocross community. And next time we talk guys, uh, on digging deep, it's probably going to be, you know, around Daytona, maybe after Daytona. So that has me pretty hyped too. Um, but thanks again, guys. That's a wrap. That's Brett Music and Brandon Hogue of the music racing team right here on the digging deep ATV MX podcast brought to you by Binky's forever ATC museum. Thanks again, guys. Thanks. Thank you. How can you not cheer for those guys, right? Sure is going to be fun to watch all of this play out. And like I said, I have a really good feeling about this. I want to thank Binkies forever ATC museum for coming on board and bringing you the music racing team tonight. Major thanks to tonight's guests, Brett music and Brandon Hogue. Thanks to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother for all his hard work. Thanks to Brooke and AMA official Harv Whipple. Thanks to all of our donors. You know who you are. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to all of our partners, CST tires shop. Yamaha thanks to Blue Crew, Valvoline, SSI Decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Impact Solutions, Binky's Forever ATC Museum, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the Financial Advice of the Haymar Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Gripped Gloves, Factory 43, Bike Strikes and Quads LLC, Integrated Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride Insurance Programs. Manscaped get 20% off and free shipping with code diggingdeep deep 20 at manscaped.com. And again, thanks to Binky's forever ATC museum still working out the kinks on their official ad as of this recording, but you should hear that on next week's episode. So stay tuned for that support the brands that support our show. And don't forget to use those codes to save, find it all on our website and be sure to click those Rocky Mount ATV MC and Amazon banners for all your gear and parts needs everyday needs and to help us out. And most of all, thanks to you guys for listening. Need more gift ideas? Our show merchandise, including Digging Deep shirts and hoodies, our Quad Guys Get Hot Chicks shirts and hoodies... Back-to-back national champ merch and more are all available today at shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com. If you're looking for another easy way to help support us, visit our website and click the Patreon or Buy Me A Coffee buttons. This allows you to set up a one-time or monthly contribution to support our efforts. Keep sending your questions, stories, and topics in to be featured on an upcoming episode, and don't hesitate to call it in to our voicemail line so we can play them on the show. That number is 920-569-3519. Follow the show on social media, Media, Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional content, coverage, and more fun stuff throughout the offseason. As for the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast. All episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links, and discount codes, our show merchandise, fantasy info, and more can all be found on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out today. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. Enjoy your Christmas holiday with your loved ones, and meet us back here next week to kick off the new year with some breaking news right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. And with that, for Brett Musig, Brandon Hogue, Brooke Catherine, Dallas Jansen, and I'm your host, Cody Jansen, thanks for listening to the number one podcast in ATV racing, 3 million downloads and counting. Until next time, thanks for joining us in Digging Deep with the Stars of ATV Motocross. Merry Christmas, and see you next week. Things are crashing and burning here at the Digging Deep podcast, much like the Titanic. Those guys were hauling ass, for real.
2: I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Quadlers are freaking nice.